a baby Ruth bar in a punch bowl. A media broker is really spoiling the party. <laughs> no, make a grimace. I do too. <laughs> yes. Hey, is uh, By- Byron Allen made any progress scooping up Tegna? We're going to talk a little bit about that. And media monitors, I think, Keith, you and I both think this is getting to be just a complete wasted list, a waste of time. So we often admit to being confused, but we do show up here every Tuesday and Thursday anyway. We offer opinions and some snarky comments on all kinds of media. Keith Samuels is in the Hollywood Hills of SoCal, and I'm here in the burbs of Seattle. And for Thursday, October the 7th, this is Media Insultant. You know, Keith, I thought I was being both delicate and sensitive in referring to a Baby Ruth chocolate bar in the punch bowl, knowing that uh, the sophisticated audience that we have here on Media Insultant would certainly detect the real meaning. So here's what really happened. Radio Inc. held a conference, the Hispanic Radio Conference, which is pretty broadly based down in Miami here about a week ago. Mm-hmm. And as you know, when you go to a conference, what do you look for? Inspiration. New ideas. Right? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Meet, some, yeah. meet some new people? Yeah. You know, maybe pitch a job. Maybe you look for another job. But, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, or get an award. You know, they handed out a bunch of awards, too. So They did. You know, it was quite the confab. Well, while they were there trying to accomplish those things on the positive side, a media broker by the name of Michael Bergner, who's a real vet, basically said, get real to the radio business. <laughs> he, he really did. He was, he was very blunt about it. And to Radio Inc.'s credit, they published this as a lead story that next day. He said it'll never be a $15 billion business again. I mean, he was very blunt about it. He said, mm-hmm. there's no money in AM. It's an obsolete technology. He said FM isn't far behind. And then he yeah. said something that just, ouch. As an investor, he said, why would you put money into radio? Now, Ooh. that's a yeah. bite. Now, but radio, yeah. you know, we've, we've, radio has been here before. We had TV in the 50s, right? There yeah. were tape decks in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Satellite radio hit in the 90s. And digital is uh, cleaning our clocks right now. So my question is, is he right? What do you think? Is is radio ever going to be a $15 billion a year business? No. And, and, and he cites the fact that it's a secret, quote his words, secret victim of the COVID lockdowns of 2020. And it put radio, quote, on its ass, end quote. And... Um, he said, if radio was a $15 billion business before COVID, we may be back to $9 billion now, but it's never going to get back to what it was. And so there's a lot of you know, uh, money and valuations riding on the fact that you know, we'll, ch- we'll tick up a little bit every year or that we'll get back to where we were. Sure, yeah, we're on our way. And, uh, and, and he doesn't think that's happening. Now, as a broker, he's a heck of a lot closer to people who want to invest in something to buy in the media world than you and I are. And so, you know, why would you put your money into radio is what he says. Well, you know, we talked to, uh, uh, you know, we've talked to people on this show. Why are you buying a radio station? And it's basically, you know, to, to support media in a local community that, that they care about and they want to inform and entertain people they care about. Well, that's fine, but that's not a, a, a big investment. That's a, you know, that's almost a public service. 
So, you know, he really laid it down and said, basically, you guys are screwed. And what was interesting <laughs> is, is that, you know, and you've, you've been to these, um, you've been to Radio Inc. conferences. I've been, I went to the first Radio Inc. Hispanic radio conference in San Diego, uh, you know, over a decade ago. You know, a lot of, you know, this is like the NAB and any other trade, or RAB, or these trade shows are a lot of backslapping and here's how we're going to get better and we're getting better and rah, rah and yay team and hang in there and, you know, everybody's talking about how, how we're going to, you know, uh, do better and, 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 and really, you know, lead the way. And this guy comes in and just douses the whole place with a fire hose. And, <laughs> and, and it's like, oh, wow. You know, geez, thanks a lot for coming. But, you know, they got a dose of the truth. It was kind of like being at Jerry Del Caliano's uh, conference back in whatever, what, 1998, um, when he had... Um, um, you know, the greatest business thinker of all time, um, you know, um, speak. Uh, why is my mind going blank? But the father of modern management. Wait, the book's up here. Uh, you know, Peter Drucker. So he Peter had Drucker. Peter Drucker speak. And, and this was at the very beginning of consolidation when all the radio groups were able to buy more radio stations in a market and in, in, in the country. It was a big moment in our business. And he's telling all these people going, you know who's going to win in this? You know who's going to come out on top in this consolidation process? Not the guys that are buying and doing the consolidating. No, they're going to get, in the end, they're going to get crushed because they're going to be in debt or they're not going to get the return or, or both. And he said, the guys that are going to clean up are the people that are selling. And wow. And you know what? And it turned out to be correct because that consolidation made millionaires out of a lot of people you and I know and even worked for who were smart enough to go, you know what? I love the business, but now's the time. And they sold yep. out. And and the the business today is full of a lot of people who wish they had sold out at that point, and now yeah, they just are, exactly. are just hanging on to it. Yeah. Well, and so, the irony of it is is that at the same time Bergner is saying this, Tom Buno at BIA Advisory Services says broadcast TV will be up twenty six percent in twenty twenty two. He says yeah. between rebound and election dollars, they expect television to do twenty two billion in broadcast revenue, and uh, you know. This is one of those belief drives behavior things. Everybody somehow still believes broadcast television is the most <laughs> e effective way to reach an audience. And well, and, and you know, uh, even guys like uh, you know Bob Hoffman say the same thing: is that you know there still is this power of building awareness through mass media, and that's what radio and television and all your cable nets uh, can do. That that you know is very difficult with digital. And even did you know even with with a billion influencers and all your TikTok videos, it's it's not that e it's not that easy to do that. You need a broad audience, and that's where television and the, now radio can do that. And I think yes, I think political dollars, the way they are now, are um, as politicized as our society is, are what's going to drive television. You know, for you know, probably for the rest of our lifetime, sadly. But you know, it's you know. But again, how much do you how much can you take? You know, how much, I mean, it's just, it, the political advertising is overwhelming. And, you know, we just went through the recall in, in California. Not, not just 5 or $10 million was spent, but $60, $70, 80000000 million spent uh, on that or more. Uh, now we go into next year. We're just like, we're just punch drunk with political ads. And, uh, you know, we'll see. But that, that's, I think that's more accurate. But I don't think that, particularly with pricing and, and how radio is being sold today by a lot of these multi-platform, big, bulk deals that radio companies sell, 
you know, uh, it's it's going to be tough to drive the rate and get the and get the revenue up to where it was before. Well, and in terms of uh, television, I think that the one thing Tom Buno did not address is he didn't really address the fact that we have a declining and aging audience, and to your point, the tremendous fatigue factor that political has got to have on the audience, which pushes more of the audience over to OTT. And I talked to a good friend of mine who runs a network affiliate the other day, and the phrase he used is um, is, is breaking point. He thinks that with the OTT platforms that NBC, ABC, CBS are all developing, why are they going to need a local affiliate? You know, why do they need a local affiliate for do, to do anything other than to collect retrans fees? So... It's it's really it's really going to be a very interesting time. Speaking of advertisers, you and I were talking about this, and we have been talking about this for some time. Media monitors had a list of the top ten advertisers. My question is, why bother? What do you think? <laughs> well, you know, it, 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 you know, obviously, a lot of these research companies, Nielsen puts out their 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 uh, their ratings every month, and that's the bare minimum of what's you know, it's the tip of the iceberg of the ratings that are underneath there by demographics, and they say six plus, so it's the broadest, most useless gauge of radio listening that they release to the public for free, and then they charge their clients for uh, for all the really good stuff and the meaningful stuff, and Media Monitors does the same thing. Media Monitors is a, is, a, is a really good company. They do a great service in monitoring what advertisers are on the radio, and they do it nationally, and they also do it in markets to tell you, you know, radio stations have what advertisers on it and what days and weeks and so forth, and they can calculate spending and so forth. So they perform a valuable service, but this press release every month just drives me crazy because it, it's absolutely meaningless. The top 10 national advertisers in America... And, and six out of the top ten are either free or they're pay-per-performance advertisers. And so that's why I think the, the list is a joke. They do mention other advertisers down the list, like real advertisers who buy real commercials by the thousands, and but you know, like McDonald's and Lowe's and so forth. But iHeartRadio is number one in terms of top national radio advertisers. Well, so that's crazy. They're, yeah, they're 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 promoting their own stuff. They're right. promoting their app. Uh, on their own stations, yeah, on their own stations through Premier, or you know, or 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 even on their as a national buy on their stations. So you know, you can't go, you know, you can't miss the iHeart Music Festival brought to you by Horizon, or brought by Horizon Media's client Capital One. Now it's Jingle Ball. Now it's all about the Jingle Ball brought to you by Horizon Media in New York and all of their Horizon Media clients like Capital One. <laughs> and Geico. God, I love I love Horizon. They've kept radio in business for decades, but, you know, come on. Um, but then you've got DuckDuckGo. You've got Indeed Recruitment. Uh, you've got uh, Upside Services, which is an app. So you, all, all of your radio personalities in the network are pumping, you know, hey, here's the promo code. If you download the app, put in this promo code and get extra stuff, you know, with some performance tied into it. And then National Highway Traffic Safety Administration? That's a public service announcement. That's a freebie brought to you by your ad council. But it, it is possible that uh, they had a special ad budget for that. That That is entirely possible. I, I don't see them listing very many PSAs very yeah. often. Yeah, and then there's another one. The, uh, then there's a podcast promo that somebody you know, is promoting their podcast, uh, and probably on iHeart's uh, app. 
but what you know, what this basically shows, and this thing is basically useless, and anybody that's in the business knows it is, because basically what they're measuring is all a lot of the national spot buys, but primarily the national network radio spot buys. Right. And network radio has a, a just an abundance of inventory that they have to fill. They've got to put spots in there, and when you haven't sold a spot. And you've already run your Geico and your Progressive and your Home Depot and your Lowe's spots. Now you got to run something else. And that's where they pump in all of these paper performance advertisers that you hear so much of where download the promo code or put in promo code this or, you know, uh, go to this website. And it's basically they get paid for how many apps get downloaded or how many people enter the promo code or call the number or click on the, on the website and a certain spot. And it's just it's just absolutely useless. So I just wish they had more caveats and could explain deeper down into the list where the real meaningful advertisers are. And they do do a couple of highlights, but for the most part, this top ten thing is just a you know it's just a fluff piece. So the answer to my question, why bother, is no reason why to bother. bother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Okay, a couple, a couple of other quickies. Uh, Como Radio, the uh, big eighteen million dollar sale, which included fifteen million in barter. Uh, 13 million in, in barter closed, and Lotus is now operating a Como, and we'll see what to kind of changes that brings to the to the table. Not so, just not just KOMO, which is a legendary news talk station in Seattle, Washington, at 1,000 on your radio dial, and used to be the home of Larry Nelson, you know, and my friend, you know, uh, uh, Stan Orchard, you know, and all those guys that were doing traffic, and KPLZ, you know, with uh, the hit radio station, and and, a, and something now they've got a couple of others in there, but that well, they got KVI, they got yep. KVI, and they've got an FM Como, so I yep. think four stations total. But they be interesting they, to see. But they can't keep the Como call letters on this famous legendary radio station. That goes with the TV station in Seattle. So um, will you keep track and see what they end up yep. uh, renaming we'll Como? We'll see what they what they do. And one other thing that uh, affects the TV side of things is we talked about Tegna being in play last week. And just wanted to do a quick update on Tegna. Tegna has 66 TV stations, and they are prime for the pluckin'. So they've got offers from both Cox, Apollo, and the Byron Allen Media Group. And, of course, in a defensive move, Tegna has raised antitrust concerns if Cox Apollo does the deal. And I can't judge on that or speak to that. I think there's some real Mickey Mouse that will go on with that if that's the case. The truth is, David Logie, who's the CEO, Keith, what's he doing right now? Uh, He's paddling as fast as he can to save his $5 million a year job. Yep, that's right. I think yeah. so, too. And I would be, too. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. this is a stall, and uh, the speculation I've seen is uh, maybe 50-50 chance that uh, this will close and that something will come out of it. So yeah, but, not but much I to report. The, I, I don't think the Logie household is ready to downside just quite yet. You know, you we'll got the it. house in Nantucket. You got the house in, uh, some, you know, you got the farm out in Virginia. You know, you got the condo uh, in Tyson's. You know, you got, you, got a lot, you got a lot happening. You know, it's not ready. He's not ready to hang it up. We don't have much more to report on that right now, but uh, it deserves a full rundown as it flushes out over the next couple of weeks. And so we'll keep an eye on that. And again, Keith, uh, with your blabbing and my blabbing, we've run out of time for a business that, frankly, critics claim is in decline. We sure have a lot to talk about, don't we? (laughs) And yes, we still take your Spotify commercials for $250 a week. That's (laughs) right. Don't forget that, yeah. We even offer a discount on that. Um, Media Insultant is a production of In Town Media. So until next week, and uh, we have some new opinions, Keith, 
You go have a good weekend, buddy. Jackson, it's been great. Have a great weekend.